0: Hello and welcome back to episode 16 of the Random Fandom Podcast with Brandon. And Brandon, if you're listening, that means everything you really like listening to, you're all caught up on. So you gave something new a try or you've been sticking around. Either way, thank you for checking us out. My name is Brandon Green and my best friend to my right is Brandon Jewell, and he's here. I am. And we're going to talk about all things that one would expect when it comes to randomness and fandomness. Video games, TV shows, movies, two friends, two mouths, lots of opinions, lots of forced jokes. Some are actually funny. Two friends, one vision, three and a half nipples because I had a breast cancer scare and I had part of it removed by a dermatologist. It was a long story. Mexico is a weird country. But before we get into any of that, we want to thank the people who are making this possible.
1: Yes, we
0: are. As we do every week. We
1: do. Um, unfortunately... We have no one but ourselves to make this possible. Since and that's real. Nobody is willing to actually sponsor us.
0: So we're the only real ones in the room. So we got to fake it. To I make say. It.
1: I say we fake it. You know, as far as as far as I'm concerned, we're just practicing every episode, practicing with fake sponsors. We only have one fake sponsor today, right? So tell mm-hmm. us about him.
0: Today's fake sponsor is the Homeless Depot. For more than half a decade, Homeless Depot has been the leader. And do-it-to-yourself cheap homeless improvement. We sell more cardboard, used socks, and extra-large trash bags than any other retailer. Right now at the Homeless Depot, every purchase comes with a free shopping cart. And this weekend only, all felt-tip markers are steal one, get one free. More savings, less doing. That's the power of the Homeless Depot.
1: Wow, that <laughs> I didn't know that was where is that where's the homeless depot I've never. it's all
0: around that. you it's anywhere oh yeah that's nice. i remember that's one time i heard a joke that i've since heard hundreds of times well that's an exaggeration but i've heard a lot of times since uh-huh. but the first time i ever heard this joke which i'm about to share with you okay i'm looking forward spoiler to alert it's coming um was at a rodeo in colorado by a clown who was mic'd up right before he kept hiding <laughs> in the barrels when the bull would come out no joke rodeo clowns are stay away from them dude they're Bizarre people for sure. Uh, they've
1: got balls. Yeah. In order to do well, that. Well, that's job. true.
0: It, it's a weird mixture of balls and desperation. It's really weird. Um, <laughs> but he said he was on a mic for some reason. He was warming up the crowd. Right. And he I've, w-
1: I've been to a rodeo myself, actually. And the same thing.
0: Yeah. It, I was not, I didn't know what to expect back then. I think I was 16 at this time. It was a family vacation. Um, but he said, Hey, what's the good thing about dating homeless girls? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said, huh. Okay. Oh, wait. Well, am I, what is it? you can drop them off anywhere I was like, that's <laughs> a weird thing for a rodeo clown to be saying aren't we supposed to have like some like sheep joke or something but they don't ha- there's homeless people in the country I guess
1: I guess I don't I anyways now that, that
0: that's launders. behind us let's look forward to the future the future is bright but not too specific this week we don't have any major thing that came and went we just have a lot of little stuff to get to in the topics of movies yeah video games and TV yeah, shows we, we don't- there's not too much what was that <laughs> That was your ass. Yeah. Oh, speaking of asses, um, you know how like Iggy Azalea supposedly has butt implants or something like that. Uh, I didn't know that, but okay. Yeah. And apparently, it's a thing in Hollywood, you know, or even real life. Okay. Uh, if you got the money, you can you can get it. But do they have butt hole implants? Like, if you want to increase your hole size. <laughs> well, I mean, you can implant a lot of different things in your butt hole. Hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm specifically talking about the Pacific Rim. Which apparently Pacific Rim Two is coming. Yeah, dude, let's do it. <laughs> As Charlie Day, if Charlie Day is back, I'm interested. Do you think that there's a porn parody called Pacific Rim Job? There's got to be. It's too easy not to. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably like several already. If there's not, I mean, do you remember when you they might made a get Left for Dead porn uh, parody? No. We saw the trailer when you were living with your buddy Dustin. We saw the what was trailer. it called? It was uh, Left for Head. Ah. Yeah <laughs> I'm not joking We watched the trailer for it I don't remember that It was weird getting a <laughs> bone around think. you Because you know It was my birthday And I promise never again Anyways Want to start with movies? Yeah Let's talk about some movies Let's I say that a lot I go let's Like that's a good segue that's stupid Hey you want to talk about movies? Yeah let's Let's talk about some movies Let's do that <laughs> And as it pertains to movies, um, August is nearly done, and so some of the big uh, August releases have come and gone, most notably for us geeks, Suicide Squad, other movies too, like Peach Dragon, if you're into that, Sausage Party, Uh,
1: Ben-Hur came out already, that one looked like a scorcher, (laughs) it looks pretty bad, War Dogs, you know what actually really looked good, but Uh, did not
0: perform well, unfortunately, Kubo? And Is the two strings, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Kubo and the Two Strings. It, yeah, really I actually good. really
0: want to see that not only for myself but for my kiddo. I think that could be fun for both of us. It got great reviews. It did, and you know what's going to probably get really great reviews? The next big geeky themed release. You know, we had Captain America, we had Batman for Superman for Better or Worse. We've had all these cool movies, but we have yet to see Bridget Jones' Baby. Ah, oh, I'm such a geek. Right? Yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, Se- it's- September 16th, right? Oh, I'm, man. I've got my tickets. I'm going to abort that one. We should abort <laughs> Bridget Jones' baby. No thanks. So let's do this.
1: Let's look at some of the upcoming movies and let's give our predictions on um, what kind of percentage we think they're going to get on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's do this. Let's give our critics and our user score, like mm-hmm. what Rotten Tomatoes does. Let's, so actually, just for shits and giggles, let's call it a practice round. What do you think Bridget Jones' baby is going to get?
0: A uh, low 30
1: in, well, it, for which one? I mean, let's do. What do you think critics are? And what do you low think you thirty f-
0: critic? Maybe something like fifty percent of fans will like it because it does have that like cult status amongst rom com likers. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm probably gonna go a little bit higher. I'm gonna go. It's probably gonna get fifty critic, and it's probably gonna go sixty five um,
0: users. Did I ever tell you I met uh, Renee Zellwedger? No. Yeah, uh, she was at a concert here locally because uh, at the time she was dating a musician. And at the, the time, I was working for a radio station, uh, and they brought the dude out. His no, name was Doyle Bramhall. He's actually a really cool blues rocker. And at the time, I don't know if they're still going out, but he was Dane Renee uh, Zellweger. And she was super nice, very approachable. Hmm. Yeah. And, okay. you know, she didn't seem to mind the fact that I was the janitor in the woman's bathroom. Just staring. Just staring, yeah, with my mop in my hand. <laughs> uh, what are you thinking about the new Blair Witch? Also
1: comes out on September
0: 16th. Right. Stiff competition.
1: So I actually really liked the first Blair Witch. Oh, absolutely. I thought it was totally breakthrough. Um, And then that
0: cheap bullshit sequel, Book of Shadows. Right. Which was a complete, like, hey, this was wildly successful. Let's just put the name out there, put it on a shit generic horror film, and make a crap load of money and run. Well, uh, Imagine that. It does happen. And
1: so many horror films have done the exact same thing that Blair Witch has done. In one iteration or another they've just pretty much tweaked that same yeah. uh, formula
0: now the cool thing i forget what it was originally being called like the woods or something like that but they actually were making real commercials but calling it something else and then they did this reveal i think it's back at comic-con or some somewhere recently on a, a grander stage it's not this movie that they said it was that they had kind of falsely advertised for it is actually footage for the new blair witch film Oh really? Do you remember hearing about that or reading that?
1: Just recently, you're talking to the new one. Yeah, I don't. I think they were originally
0: calling that. it the Woods or something like that. Like just
1: I, uh, so people didn't know it was coming. Yeah, and it was like secretly a code name. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's exactly. Yeah. Um, so
0: I thought that was a really smart uh, marketing idea, and I'm excited. I don't know if it's supposed to be a reimagining or of. A... No, it's a continuation. Okay, so it takes
1: off after. Pretty, you remember uh, the ending of the Blair Witch when they're in that just old goes, house? And the dude's
0: just staring at the wall.
1: From what I understand, it takes off just from there. I would or, love Or that. something close to that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you know, I, I'm actually also kind of looking forward to this because it looks like they're putting some of the original
0: flavor back into it. I get that. The psychological horror, not just gore on screen and jump scares. Yeah. But, like, actually making you feel like there's danger. From a, th- from a point of view you can experience, like I would be terrified if I was in the woods at night and I don't know what's happening.
1: Question though, yes. Do you think critics are going to like this movie and do you think users are going to like this movie? I
0: think it'll be bothly, both both that's a word. <laughs> I think both of them will be well liked. I can imagine like a 70, 75 split or something like that. Okay. I Actually I really feel like this is going to be carefully crafted. I hope it's just not a crap sequel.
1: You know, I actually I totally agree with you. I think if this is the movie that we want it to be, then critics and users are going to like it. And I'm, but but it's really really hard for a horror flick to get anything above a seventy or eighty. So I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that they're both are right around seventy. Kind cool. of just what you said.
0: So okay. right on. Uh, the Magnificent Seven. I saw the trailer for that like a few weeks ago when uh, we were talking last. Uh, when I went to go see Suicide Squad by myself, and I just walked in right as that trailer started. I was pumped oh, yeah. up. I love a well-done Western. Uh, one of my, I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite movies, but one of those kind of movies you don't think about until someone mentions it of the last 10 years was 310 to Yuma. which that was, was a great in, movie. in and of itself a remake as well, like this is yeah. from the old um, Akira Sawa film. And it's got a really cool, well-rounded cast. And yeah, it's got Chris Pratt, who's everybody's favorite it guy right now. Yeah, but but he's very charismatic
1: and... Uh, so far, I don't think any, that many people are tired of him yet. He's no. everything and, he's in is he's done really well.
0: And of course, it's uh, the main billing is to Denzel Washington deservedly. So you'll never see him in a movie nowadays where he's not top on the list. You know? Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. that's just he's deserved that right for so many years now. But it's still a very well rounded cast. Um, yeah, it's got his Training Day uh, co-star Ethan, Ethan Hawke, Hawk, yep. Vincent D'Onofrio in it too. Yep. Uh, the bad guy is Peter Sarsgaard. What up to Garden State? He was one third of the trio mm. in Garden State, and from the trailer, like for instance, Suicide Squad, right? Right. It's a squad, and yet it only really made you want to care about two characters. Right. This one, even though yeah, it's Chris Pratt and Denzel as two, the two main ones. Yeah, yeah, but they're, they're the, going to the,
1: carry it in a very
0: similar but way. The, but, the but the other five, it made it look like you can actually care about them, and they might have a part to play instead of just being, hopefully, you, you know, background. But
1: uh, if they were the Suicide Squad. Denzel would be Deadshot.
0: And Chris Pratt would be Harley Quinn. Chris
1: Pratt would be Harley Quinn. Ethan Hawke would be Diablo. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio would be Killer Croc. Um, Killer Croc. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Young-hung Lee would have to be Katana.
1: <laughs> That's racist. That's racist. <laughs> okay. We <laughs> we can move on because But yeah,
0: September 23rd Magnificent 7. It's not like an official, well nothing's official, but it's not really what I would consider a geek movie because there's no comic oh, book aspect to it. I,
1: but I, you know what, if, if you're going to... There's
0: no sci-fi aspect to it, but yeah. Westerns, I, I geek out about Westerns. I do too. I, I was I, just talking to one of my clients today about old Clint Eastwood movies. Yeah. And we were trying to think of the one, we we're like, what's the one where everyone's kind of fruity and singing? Oh, Paint Your Wagon, starring Lee Marvin. And we were just like going off hmm. on it and it was actually a really fun recollection.
1: I think Westerns have totally died out for quite a while and... With comic book movies taking over, I think we need a new genre to sort of creep in to offset it. And if Magnificent Seven can bring back the Western, I'm totally
0: happy Yeah, about the trailer's that. doing it for me. Hopefully the movie is going to uh, deliver just like the trailer wants it to. I'm Se-
1: thinking, oh, oh yeah. go ahead.
0: I'm thinking, yeah, I think September is going to be a really good month for movies. Uh, I would rate this movie myself. Like I would think, if I'm a user just uploading my score, I would say some probably in the mid-80s. And I think the critics aren't going to be too far off. I think this is going to be a a more liked movie by the fans, but I don't think it's going to be a big critical divide.
1: Okay, I was thinking it was going to be more liked by the critics, actually. Um, I wanna, think.
0: Should we put money down on this? By the way, That'd yeah. be a really lame form of gambling.
1: So I actually think that it's going to be closer to probably like eighty-five percent critics, and we're going to see closer to eighty percent users.
0: Cool. September 30th. I'm excited for one of these two movies that we're about to talk about. (laughs) Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. It is... It looks awesome, actually. It looks like a Tim Burton movie, sure enough. Well,
1: back when Tim Burton made good
0: movies? Hopefully. Yeah. We can only hope, yeah. And, of course, it's got his wife or ex-wife, Helena Bonham Carter, in the lead role. Samuel L. Jackson is doing... uh, The villain. Yeah, and he's. it's like only his 30th movie this year that he has a credit towards. (laughs) Dude, I don't know how that man sleeps...
1: Yeah. And and seriously, is he doing every movie for a hundred bucks a movie? Yeah.
0: What's like, in his wallet?
1: <laughs> He's doing commercials too. That's so ridiculous. Everywhere.
0: Uh that movie looks really cool. It's got the kid from Ender's Game in it. Yeah. Um, I, I
1: I actually liked Ender's Game. I thought that was an underrated film. Yeah, it really was. And I love the book.
0: Um the special effects look really, really tight. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm curious to check out this movie. Basically, it's like X-Men meets Roald Dahl, you know, the guy who wrote James and the Giant Peach and okay, a lot of yeah. things affecting children. I was,
1: I, it's funny because I was thinking it's like Harry Potter, but with X, like with power, so like X-Men. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's a
0: school for gifted youngsters just taking place in an underwater fantasy world based on the trailer. Go check out the trailer. There's a few different ones. But no,
1: I didn't get the fact that the whole thing was under, like, there's they, they underwater. They go underwater and time, then they pass through yeah. a
0: secret door to get there. Oh. Yeah, because she said uh, that we have to stay, that. remain hidden from the rest of the world. Huh. So anyways, it looks like a really cool movie. Uh, I think that is going to be well-reviewed by both, I hope. And I don't know if a particular score is coming to mind, but I could say it will be fresh in both critics and fans' minds.
1: So I actually, when I watch this trailer, it makes me think this is going to be a really great movie. It has such potential, but this is also the kind of movie that really does not produce what everybody kind of expected it. Like, you know, it's got the really good marketing behind it. I would not be surprised at all if what we actually get out of this movie is a like fifty or sixty percent. Sure. So if I were to actually, even though I, I I think it looks good, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, I just have this bad feeling that it's going to be a, you know, a fifty percent critics and a sixty percent user. Sure. So do you have a percentage or?
0: No, I don't. I already said that. Thanks okay. for listening, by the way. Well, I was attentively. See,
1: what I want to do is I want to like note what our um, estimates are. And then when they come out in a couple months, we go back and look
0: and see. So you so we'll have to listen correct. to our own recordings. i mark it down. It's a uh, job security, even though yeah. we, this isn't a job. It's just for fun. And I hope you're having fun listening to us as we talk about the next movie that's coming out on September 30th masterminds. It's another Zach Galifianakis movie. It's got pretty much the whole cast of ghostbusters in it. <laughs> uh, minus back. maybe one or two people. Eh, just everyone with looking goofy and Southern accents and cheesy clothes. Yeah. It, it just looks very uninspired and See, it's I just, thought it, it looked, looks easy. You know what I mean? It looks like a very easy movie to do and like everyone's playing it really safe.
1: But I, you know, I, there's something about this that I actually really, I really liked what I, what I saw in this. Like to me, I just, I don't know when you were watching a trailer and you kind of notice yourself just smiling at some of the stupid things that are happening on the screen. I'm starting to think like, this actually looks like something that I would really actually go to a theater and see. And I don't say that for comedies almost ever. Yeah. I, I, you know, I know Kristen Wiig has had some sketchy things as of recently with Ghostbusters, but I I think she's really good.
0: How funny is it? I just said, Oh, it kind of reminds me of Napoleon Dynamite, the guy who's directing the film as I've just been doing a little internetting wrote for Napoleon Dynamite. Right, and Nacho Libre. Yeah, which are basically very stylistically similar movies. Basically, if you look at this movie, it's just like, hey, it's a bunch of people who used to be on Saturday Night Live in a southern setting, and it's a bank heist movie, yeah. and they say it's a true story. I I mean, it's
1: obviously an embellished true story, but I like Zach Galifianakis. I like his characters. I like Kristen Wiig. I like Owen Wilson. There's just a lot of things in this movie that I do like, and... I like that style that this writer
0: has. So, All right. Well, I don't predict good things either way. I, I say this is like a 30-50. A I think critics are going to like it a lot less. Some fans will like it just because of who's in it. But it just looks very uninspired to me. Um, the one thing that gets me, that made me at least smile a little bit during the trailer is it's got the waitress from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Mary Elizabeth Olsen or whatever her name is. Um, she's always funny and I think positively of her because she's associated in my mind with Charlie Day and Uh, the fact that they're married in real life. That makes it fun. I I would, I would give this, I will not be caring about this movie as far as spending any money on it. I think I will.
1: And, um, I think that this is going to perform a little bit, uh, kind of on the, it's going to be fresh in my, I think it's going to be fresh. I think that critics and users are going to give it around this probably 75%.
0: Okay, Both equal. We'll see what happens come September 30th. Let's yeah. start to wrap this up. Two last movies to talk about: Doctor Strange. I am stoked for Doctor Strange or Doctor Me too. Doctor Inception. <laughs> That's, I know the trailers <laughs> All, just. It looks like Inception it, as far yeah. as just you the dream special effects a dream type yeah. situation, and then cities are turning and yeah, but it, it could be cool. Um, I know very little about this character. In all transparency, uh, I love so many things Marvel, but I never got into Doctor Strange. Yeah, I used to love playing him in any game because he was always overpowered. Hmm. Seriously, um, what game was he in? I don't. I think he made it to one remember. of the Capcoms Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, really? Uh, oh, I think awesome. I remember playing him in some game back on, like I want to say, not even the Genesis, but something. And then he was also in the stupid freemium game, which I I didn't know at the time it was freemium, and then I found out. Uh, um clash of collection of champions the oh, latest uh, yeah. marvel yeah i was messing uh, with that one for a little yeah, bit he was he was rad i always wanted him and an ultron because ultron could regenerate his health anyways uh <laughs> he's a psychic element and this movie looks like it has a lot of psychic prowess and it's gonna be confusing and it almost looks a little bit like constantine to me just uh i don't know
1: i could see that yeah no, just, I, I actually it looks totally i mean
0: stylistically yeah um but who I, knows? I see that's the thing that's going to make it great for me because you know I'm a little more critical when it comes to things, especially when it's something I'm like, well, they wouldn't do it that way in its source material, and I mm-hmm. got to get that voice out of my head sometimes and just enjoy a movie. But sometimes it's just what I know versus what I see, and it doesn't match up. I don't know a lot about a Doctor Strange, so I won't be nitpicking things necessarily. So I'm, I'm you're just
1: going to p- accept whatever's on the screen, which is yeah, nice. as
0: long as someone doesn't go, yeah, I just want to watch BET. God, yeah, yeah. So I hope Killer Croc's in this movie.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's making a crossover into the Marvel universe.
0: He should be after the treatment they gave him. He should be like, you know what? I'm done. I'm...
1: So uh, I, I, I'm totally looking forward to this. Um, I'm on the same level you are. Whereas I don't know almost anything about Dr. Strange. Literally. The only thing I know about him is what I've kind of just looked up on the internet. Yeah. Um, I've never read any, of their a badass comics. cape. R- yeah, that's, Meow. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> My response to his cape is meow. jungle
0: cat sounds. <laughs> so um,
1: I, I actually I actually think it looks good, um, but I think it also has potential to be really bad in the sense where people are going to go and they're going to have this sort of expectation of what it's going to be like based off of what a lot of the other Marvel movies are, and then they're going to go and it's going to be something completely different, probably on purpose from Marvel but it's not going to be what people expected,
0: and I think that's going to lower the user score. I see what you're saying. I kind of feel like that's what happened with Ant-Man. And yeah, Ant-Man yeah. was like the least grossing of like the standalone and it wasn't guys. a bad movie. No, it wasn't bad, but, but it wasn't was really what people were expecting. Slow.
1: It had almost no action. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple pieces of action, but that's it. And but it wasn't
0: Hank Pym. It was the second incarnation sure. of Ant-Man in the comics anyways, Hank Pym's, you know, played by yeah. Michael Douglas, an old scientist. So it wasn't what people were expecting necessarily.
1: Yeah. Um, I,
0: but this is Dr. Strange. I'm believe.
1: wondering if this is going to be the same way.
0: I hope so. You so oh, you, I mean, I hope not. Excuse me. Oh, okay. But I was like, it, really? Yeah.
1: I think that this one's going to be a higher critic score than it is a user score on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to agree with that. And, um, I think that you're going to find critics are probably going to be around 75. And I think users are probably going to be about
0: 70. I would have said seventy five, sixty. So yeah, okay. we're right on there with yeah. each other. Uh, and the last kind of movie of note, also releasing November 4th. November 4th is going to be a big weekend for box office, yeah. just in general. Uh, kind of sticking with the lore of Harry Potter. Right. But I don't really know much about it other than what the trailer suggests. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That almost sounds like a Dr. Seuss novel yeah, title. Does. Yeah. Um, it's got Eddie Redmayne. Is, He's a great actor. Man, that guy is Oscar gold Yep. right now. I actually saw The Theory of Everything, or The it? Theory of Relativity. No, Theory of Everything, yeah. I yeah, right. it was really good. I would have sworn that was Dr. Stephen Hawking at some points. Wow. I mean, he captured his facial expressions not only as a fully able-bodied person, but as a disabled person. Did he win an Oscar
1: for that, or was he nominated?
0: I think, yeah, he won the Oscar for that, and I think he was nominated for the Danish girl, the last big one that he is did. Is that the one where he was Tra- dressing Transgendered. up as a girl? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like, yeah. And then uh, Alicia Vikander or Vikander or whoever, however you pronounce her name. Is that, that's uh Who's the future Laura, Lara Croft. Laura Croft, Croft yeah. yeah. Laura Croft. Cool. Yeah, t- she's the future Croft. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, this movie looks like it could be cool. It's not going to be interesting to me per se, but... Yeah, me too. I might I'd go not. see it just like on a whim or like a, a cheap cinema day. Uh, I think this one is going to be very well received by both. I could see it like bordering high 80s low 90s by both
1: see i was thinking the opposite i think that this one is being created a little bit more so as like okay by itself yeah the question is is how would this movie be doing by itself versus everybody knows that it's a part of the harry potter franchise so is it going to be something that people are going to see for that reason i think that this is a little bit of a cash grab in my opinion so i i kind of I expect it to be lower. I expect it to be around 60 for probably... Well, I would expect 60 critic, and I would expect probably 65 user.
0: So those are movies that we know are confirmed are already in the can waiting to be released. And some movies we don't yet quite have a firm grasp on, but they've been making some uh, noise on the internet, uh, especially the movie websites. I don't know how certified this is, depending on who you ask, but there is a Sherlock Holmes movie that's being made mm-hmm. with the two best co-stars probably of all time, even though they've only done two movies together, but everyone loves Talladega Nights and Step Brothers. We're talking about Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. If they were together as Holmes and Watson, I think it would be freaking awesome. I think it's great. Now,
1: uh, so the characters, Sherlock Holmes and, and Watson, like they have been done so many times, but I think that this is the opportunity for them to put this completely different spin on it that we've never seen before. As long as... I I really hope that, say say if Will Ferrell is Sherlock, which I'm assuming he will be. Makes sense. As long as Will Ferrell doesn't play an idiot... Like if he plays an idiot savant, that's one thing
0: I would like that. But if
1: he plays somebody who's just actually really dumb, and then John C. Riley's the smart one and kind of bails him out out all the time, then I'm like, that's not who Sherlock is. And you're changing the actual spirit of that character if you dumb him down. I hope that Will Ferrell is still the really, really good um, sleuth. Sleuth. Thank you.
0: Gumshoe. Ah. Yeah.
1: Where do those? Where does that come from? Carmen
0: San Diego. Oh god, that
1: was so good!
0: I was singing the song in my head. Where, this in yeah. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? San Diego? Hell oh, yeah, that was really good. We you should d- do that for one of our songs at the end. Okay. Where can you find our podcast on SoundCloud? <laughs>
1: <laughs> nope. No, or, or we don't have to. We shouldn't. Speaking basically. of, can I can I just say so? Yeah, please. Carmen yeah. San Diego is the only game that ever made me want to learn anything.
0: Not knowingly, necessarily.
1: You're right. So I remember I had this game on my computer back. was the very first computer I ever had. The entire game was you would go to a location, and there's just people walking around, and and you'd see monuments. mountains, monuments, or something in the background, like you'd you know, and uh, you'd see the Eiffel Tower and be like, okay, well I know where I am. Or the pyramids and so in you'd, Egypt. And- yeah, and so you'd so you'd maybe click on a person, and they'd be like, oh, Carmen Sandiego said that she was going to be you know blah 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 blah, and what you'd have to be like oh i'm gonna take that whatever that guy said he's giving me a hint and i have to go to this almanac this physical almanac <laughs> that i have and i have to like turn the pages and you know it, the guy would be like oh carmen san diego said she was gonna go visit four important people on a mountain or something and i'd be like four? is that mount rushmore, rushmore? Yeah. or so, you know and i would like you would never find her, my you would find her you would find her yeah. I think I found her one time. I don't, I see that. I don't remember. I just remember, like, I learned so much from that game, and it made me not realize I was learning so much. Oh so
0: yeah. Thank you, Carmen. Good on you, Carmen. And PBS for the game show adaptation that they had. So that would be cool if they end up doing this. Uh, I guess stay tuned for details or keep checking your internet. Also, apparently, that's the thing I don't like, is when stars put out m- news before it's officially announced. Like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has already, like, on his Twitter or Instagram, said that it's off to shoot Jumanji 2. Yeah. So, you're trading... But,
1: but nowadays, that is the way you officially announce something.
0: Yeah, I, I know. It's almost like guerrilla marketing or free marketing.
1: I mean, if he's got millions of people who follow him on Twitter... And then those
0: retweets and then blah, yeah. blah, blah, and then it makes it to nerds like well, us and who go, hey, let's talk about right. it on our podcast. It's
1: free PR, really, because... If he tweets it out, you know that the, the people from all of the websites and magazines that follow entertainment in any way are going to see that and go, guys, we got to write about this, even though Circulate all we have is a like tweet a to go off of. Yeah, um, And sure enough, it works because here Not we are, like you say, the, talking about it.
0: Not always is the info accurate, though. That's what kind of bugs me. But let's assume this is accurate. So 20 some odd years later, I think 95, Jumanji first came out. I remember I saw it for my birthday because <laughs> it was a winter release. And I love that movie. Uh, I don't think Kirsten Dunst going to be back. I don't think Robin Williams will no. be back for this one. And <laughs> oh god, his choice. Anyways, uh, the Rock, Aww. Dwayne Johnson, who is a. Uh, apparently, I found out through a an article I read on the. Internet. Yeah, he's
1: not a real rock. Did you know that?
0: No, I found out. Yeah, I thought his name was Gibraltar. <laughs> I was, was really, <laughs> really disappointed. Apparently, he's Hollywood's highest paid actor right now. Go figure. No, I. I he's actually pretty versatile, did hear that. though, for sure. So good for him. Dudes making I, his money, I, I but do still like staying. Him. He looks I, like he has fun with his movies, but announced for this sequel. Jack Black, so, so the slapstick factor is up. I like Jack Black, though. I don't mind him, but, but Kevin Hart. I know. God, he's in effing everything. Have you seen this new lately? Meta? Especially, and he's becoming Samuel Jackson of comedy
1: in the past six months. Yeah. Who do you think has been in more movies,
0: Samuel Jackson or Kevin <laughs> Hart? <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Uh, I'd say Samuel Hart. Or Kevin Jackson?
1: I think, I think Samuel L. Jackson has probably been in more still than Kevin Hart.
0: I feel like the Kevin Hart movies are more in your face and more marketed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's just kind of in your face.
0: Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. It's Let a classic be. But yeah. Hollywood so, is, you know, that's what it does. And so it's okay, but I'm not, even just conceptually, like when I found out they're making Prometheus 2, I was like, hell yeah! I'll give me some of that. Granted, it wasn't See, twenty years ago, but yeah. that was a movie I was excited for.
1: With Prometheus too, I was only excited because I was like, maybe they answer some of the freaking questions that we all have. That now. they
0: they created, yeah. yeah. But Jumanji, it it was cool. It was good. Yeah. Like how you be like, oh no, twenty years later, some new kids found oh, it at a garage they, sale, yeah. and some it's going to be like so generic, you know? So
1: so I'm I'm totally not looking forward to this. No, and it's going to be a special I,
0: effects fest.
1: I I'm not a big. I'm not a big fan of who's all in it because it makes it sound like it's going to be real dumb and real goofy. But um, I am happy that they're making a sequel, not a remake. Okay. Because if they were to make a remake, it would almost be just bastardizing the original film. Um, You know, especially when you have somebody like Robin Williams who carried that film. And if whoever you would throw in that exact spot, it just wouldn't work, right? So I'm glad they're making a sequel to it. I just... I don't know. It makes me think of some of the other um, rock movies that, like uh, the Witch the Mountain one, and uh, where it's just like the stupid adventure. The he didn't he do his Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah, it's just that's what makes me think about those yeah, kind of movies. Some real
0: duds. Where yeah. and he always gives it his all, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think we're both uh, on the same side here. That that movie just shouldn't really happen. But let's finish talking about movies altogether. Let's move on. Let's talk about TV.
0: So a cool concept for a TV show is potentially in the works. Uh, A relatively recent comic from Marvel uh, called The Runaways is apparently being adapted into a television show. And I don't know what format if it's going to be like a streaming show or real-time network show, you know, you and I both just did a little brushing up on Marvel's The Runaways. Really cool concept that yeah. I think would work really well uh, in an episodic format. I, I totally
1: agree. Should um, should we go into the background a little bit? Just a quick
0: synopsis? Basically, four kids are brought... Four, five, six kids. A group of kids... I think there's six. ...are brought together by... And a dinosaur. And a dinosaur for some time-traveling reason. Uh, but basically, their parents are standing to inherit the earth if they help these prehistoric, godlike mythical creatures cleanse the earth of all the people. But yet, they their parents are willing to sacrifice themselves to give their kids inheritance of the earth in its paradise form. But they have to do some weird things in order to make that happen, like sacrificing a kid, mm-hmm. and then the parents pin the murder on the children. And it gets really kind of convoluted. Yeah, it looks like there's some mystery and some intrigue. maybe I'm missing something, but
1: yeah, I mean it's it's kind of a confusing synopsis um, without reading too deep into it. But um, yeah, basically these kids see that their parents are actually um, doing bad, thinking they're kind of doing the right thing. Right. But they're uh, but they're the bad guys, and the kids see that, and so they decide to run away. And they slowly, they slowly find out that um, not only, of course, do their parents have some, some of them have powers, some of them are magic, some of them use gadgets, but um, but the kids start finding their own powers and using their parents' gadgets. And so, I actually really like that idea of having a handful of kids who grow up in a situation where their parents are evil, and they start to learn that they have powers, and It's really, it turns into parents versus their own kids and kids versus their own parents. I
0: actually think that's awesome. And the adaptation that I've come to understand, they're teens, I would say. And always, um, according to the fortune cookie I just had, always, always practice humility. I have no problem with practicing humility. I'm like the best at it. (laughs) Another movie that is going to be a TV show. uh, (laughs) Another TV show that is coming uh, to network television. This time around, uh, it says early 2017, according to the trailer, is Legion. And if you wait for the end when the Legion logo shows up, there's an X in the O. Right. Implying that it's of X-Men territory. It's in the same universe. Um, the
1: main character of Legion is actual, actually Professor Xavier's son. With who? Moira McTaggart? I actually think it is Moira's.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and they don't expressly say that. But not in the, not sure in the trailer, com- but if, yeah.
1: in the comics, I, I they do say. trailer makes it
0: look like, I don't know, there's a lot going on. There's going to be a lot of time shifting. Like The guy's in yeah. uh, custody telling his story, and I feel like that's how it's going to go, very much like a police crime drama, like, all right, so tell me where you were. Oh, maybe,
1: yeah, the where they're is. like kind of flashing to and from. Yeah. So one of the, I mean, the cool thing I, I think is great about this character, which they don't really touch on in the... In the trailer, and in the trailer, it's kind of hard to figure out what's going on. But this guy has uh, multiple personalities, and the different personalities okay, yeah, I see that, that, that he now has. That you say that. Yeah, right. Now that once you learn that, you're like, oh, I see that they're getting at that in the trailer. But um, this this kid has, I say, kid. He's an a, a young adult in this, but he has uh, multiple personalities, and each one has its own power. So he can, yeah. So only when he. Um, only when that personality comes out can he
0: actually utilize that power and one of the personalities has the power to switch lives with somebody or anybody like uh, they made a point to say that know. like he switched lives with a gal and he's you know yeah, that's maybe. why he's dancing and he's in yoga pants and
1: unless that's one of his personalities so it's the, yeah, it, I, that's the, conf- the details that i'm not quite sure of
0: so all we know is early 2017 but legion has a promising trailer so i think it looks really let's see if it delivers so i think i think you
1: know we have a really good history of comic based television shows right now marvel
0: is like just sowing their seeds everywhere abc netflix and even the dc shows are are good
1: in for the most part gotham is kind of one of those that is often yeah hit and miss but the flash is good and gets good reviews i i like arrow dc's legends of tomorrow is a steaming pile of shit but you know they can't all be great out of all of the shows there's only a few that are really not that good and so yeah. and, i'm i'm thinking this is great and, and that's bring what i more. like
0: about some of these shows it's getting into some really non-popular characters yeah but then making you helping the viewer who might not know who they are you know get a little fandom out of it yeah i didn't i had heard of jessica jones barely Daredevil, he's you know he's a B lister. He's no Spider Man. He's no Captain America. No yes. Wolverine.
1: He's very much B lister and especially after the very failed movies.
0: Oh God, they did nothing for him. Um, Legends of Tomorrow is Legends of Tomorrow are a bunch of it's a, well copy hopeful. of yeah. Avengers. Yeah, in yeah. A way. and they're hopefuls. They're yeah. they're the recruits. You know, yeah, that's true. Um, Arrow, I mean, Flash is a bigger one for DC, but Arrow, he's kind of.
1: Well, he's one of the Justice League. Yeah, but so. he's
0: like Hawkeye to the Avengers. He's right. not like yeah, that's true. It's like the one getting, who's like going to be a, a game own. changer. Yeah. But they make him seem important in his own, and I think that's cool. So I I like the majority of the TV treatments that not only DC but Marvel's again, but Marvel definitely I think oh they're winning uh, and they're coming out with the Punisher eventually too, and you know right. they have a bunch of new ones coming out on Netflix soon. Next month also is a like we talked about Luke Cage. Super oh, yeah. excited for that. So yeah, that's what's up with television, a hopeful Runaways adaptation, which is still a little under... Well, been. I I think they're just starting development on that. Cool. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's something we end up seeing by like maybe this time next year. And mm-hmm. then uh, Legion is due out, like we said, early 2017 on the FX network. You want to play some games? Games? So I tell you what, before we go play games, let's oh. talk about games. Okay. Let's hurry up and do it so we can go play games. Okay. Okay, games.
1: So on the gaming side of things, we've got a couple of news pieces and then um, a couple of new games that you and, and I have had yeah. some hands on with. So we want to talk about that. Um, but one of the big things out right now is there's some leaked photos of the new
0: PS4 Slim. What the hell doesn't get leaked nowadays? I know it's it's an assume and it's an assumed thing.
1: I feel bad for Sony because they have this big announcement uh, for September 7th. And everybody was assuming, oh, they're going to announce the Slim. And is that
0: going to be the same as the Neo conceptually?
1: No, the Neo is a more powerful one. And that's the. So, so, the same way the Xbox has the S and the, the Scorpio. Yes, right. So, um, the, it's, and they might. You know, the uh, Xbox announced both at the same time. And so, some of the speculation is that PlayStation is going to announce both at the same time their Slim and their Neo. And they're going to be like, Slim's coming out fairly soon. Neo's coming out maybe next year or whatever. You sound
0: like names of condoms. <laughs> the Slim? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I wouldn't, Those wouldn't be want to the be show. the one. But the Neo. Yeah. You're like, for that special one. Here, no, here's,
1: here's the ironic part. Yeah. So as we know from the Matrix, mm-hmm. Neo is simply one backwards because Neo was the one. Or was he? Xbox has the Xbox One. Oh, very PlayStation nice. PlayStation is making the PlayStation Neo. Do you think they purposely did that? They should that just cross over. Because it's the opposite of
0: one? Who the hell knows, but I That's wouldn't That's just be a weird su- coincidence. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if someone has pointed that out to you know each of the heads of... <laughs> That'd be so funny. The marketing people
1: are like... like somebody is like, hey, you know that Neo is just the one backwards. So it makes us look like we're copying the Xbox One. And they're just like, son of a... Uh, we already Didn't printed the business cards
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we already ordered the monogram towels it's in writing screw it go monogrammed with it towels. yeah
1: i would get monogrammed towels
0: we don't see enough monogram i don't towels. have a
1: playstation 4 but i'd love a monogrammed towel with the with playstation the... 4 logo on it
0: so yeah there, there are pictures online to me doesn't look a whole lot different ah, it's just
1: it's just a ps4 but smaller yeah. but um you and i both talked about there's some cool stuff on ps4 that we just have not been able to get our hands on yet
0: the exclusivity word coming up again
1: um and so i'm i'm just waiting for some sort of good price drop in some way for to to incentivize me to grab one
0: well i wouldn't be surprised after this announcement if some older consoles refurbs start showing up you know? oh yeah totally, totally yeah after the s was announced people were trading in their first xbox consoles uh, to go get the new one. It's like, you know, the newest iPhone comes out, so all the Same old thing. models yep. can trade out, and then those get refurbished out and sold for like a third of the cost of what right. they originally uh, were, were priced at. The
1: one thing that was going to really force my hand and get a PS4 uh-huh. was No Man's Sky. Because yeah. if, if No Man's Sky was what it was promised to be, I would have I would have ran out and bought one. But yet, I, but I waited, that one. but I waited, and... Man, people
0: are hating on No Man's Sky. Yeah, I don't think it's for any lack of uh, ambition. Oh no, that game just the, is super ambitious. The the boredom that comes with being almost infinite.
1: It's it's almost like when they were creating the game, they focused way too much on the fact that it is a near infinite game. And not the actual gameplay surrounding that entire and universe. So much
0: feels it like filler, from what I've understood. But yeah, we'll probably and never find just, out.
1: Everything just moves so slow. And uh, there's some recent news actually uh, that just came that just came out where some of the users decided, you know what, I'm going to go back. I'm going to backtrack, and I'm going to go back to some of the first planets Two weeks, that I saw. Right? Two week thing. I read about that. And and, um, whereas like the universes, and I can't remember if maybe the planets, maybe were um, still had the the names on them, but they'd go there, the animals they found, the plants that they found, no names. So the servers that No Man's Sky are using uh, is deleting the um, names that people are giving to these uh, plants and animals and, and all that. Don't delete two me. Two weeks. Two weeks after. And the whole point in this game was that you could make your stamp on the universe, and then you can go away, and somebody else is going to come over and see the, the fart nipple sandwich plant that you named.
0: That's what I would name it. Speaking of fart nipple uh, sandwiches, what do you think? <laughs> That's yeah, such a fa- good segue. And, and thanks for the info about that. Yeah, I had read about that, and that is kind of a bummer. Uh, what do you think about the fact, and again, we're not PlayStation owners, uh, but... As a fellow gamer, maybe you can say a piece or two about <laughs> a piece or two. a piece or two about the uh PlayStation Plus and increase of ten dollars per year.
1: Uh yeah, the internet is going crazy. And I just want to tell everybody on the internet to shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> Would you say STFU makes if you don't think it's worth it, then you don't have to buy it. Totally. Obviously there's a supply and demand. They are saying, "Hey, we want to make this a better service, and in order to do that, we're going to jump it up ten dollars a year. That's not deal. that big. It's How many from, months from, a year? There's,
0: there's fourteen months in a year, right? According to you, and <laughs> in reality, that you're only a couple off, <laughs> which is pretty good. You know, you're doing what you can, right? Uh, Sylvan Adult Learning Education, it really works. I'm getting there, um, but uh, yeah, not that big of a deal.
1: I, I don't know. It's you just... basically
0: pay for it after like."
1: Uh, a trip to Subway. And and there's ways to get those those annual cards for pretty cheap. I mean, yeah, you, you just got to look for the sales. And, you know, it's so it, it's one of those things where I recently got an email from Netflix. And somewhere in the, the subject or like the, you know how it gives you like those first couple of sentences of the body or whatever. And it said something about Netflix prices will increase. and And you know what? I didn't even click on it because I said, that's fine. I'll pay for it. Because to me, I'm like, I don't care what Netflix costs, costs. right now, they can double the price and I'm still going to pay it because I get so much use That's out of Netflix. It's still good
0: value for you, yes. And
1: so, so it's like the people who are freaking out about a $10 increase on PlayStation Plus, then that means it's not that important to you.
0: They need to SDF then, you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you're paying $10 more a year so you can access things like, I don't know, downloadable games. And speaking of which, you can now download inside as it has come to PS4 on uh, this past August 23rd. Uh, Of course, this originally came out on... It was an Xbox exclusive for a little while, yeah. Right, and now it's out on PS4, so all you PS4 owners, you can now check out what is sure to be uh, considered by many online uh, reviewers and media outlets as their potential game of the year. Uh, people really like this game. I I haven't seen anything even lukewarm on this game. It's either it, been all positive, called yeah. good or somewhere between good and excellent. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I think that um, it, it's hard for me to say a game of the year when I consider so many other games that have so much more time and effort and money put behind them. Sure, and ultimately you're getting you know, if you were to compare Inside, which is maybe a five hour game, to a game that gets you forty hours of gameplay. It's hard to say that the five-hour game is better. But in this case, it, it was exactly what it set out to do. And so I think if you were to con- contain it like that, as far as like what's the best that it was meant to be? It's scope. Inside is absolutely the best game of the year. Yeah. So And, so n- and yay. I'm happy for all you PS4 people out there. Now you can enjoy that Inside game. It's a great game.
0: Um, speaking of games that you can enjoy. Can we go play them now? Yeah, I know, right? We should. Let's hurry up and talk about them so we okay. can go play them. Uh, Titanfall 2 is kind of out. It's the pre-beta-beta.
1: <laughs> it, well, pre-alpha.
0: Pre-alpha. So there are... St- pre-alpha is a
1: pre-beta. <laughs> beta. Well, alpha is a pre-beta. Pre-alpha is a pre... shit. Kappa-kappa-delta. Yeah. Delta um, delta fraternity. As of
0: the... <laughs> <laughs> great, great. How did the Nostrils for Ninos event end up going? By the it went way,
1: really well. Actually. Absolutely, we're, we raised so, so many nostrils.
0: Yeah, I think the awareness that came out of that podcast really helped. Not trying to take pride or a false sense of accomplishment, but hundreds of people are literally what... listening to this podcast by by accident. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, go back a couple,
1: couple two, episodes, two or yeah, three, two or I don't three. Know. That's a fake. Sponsor. Listen to them
0: all. Uh, what are your initial impressions on the downloadable version of Titanfall Two that we've got? It's pretty fun.
1: It's fluid. It's, it's yeah. That's it's a very
0: fluid gameplay. There's almost too much to master between double jumping, rappelling, or uh, the lasso, yeah. or you know,
1: yeah, the tether or whatever. You yeah. Got.
0: It. There's a lot of lasso. gameplay mechanics in addition to just point and shoot. Yeah. So and then the. The slide and the wall running mechanics, it looks like they've just gotten faster and more fluid. It's its a very... I, I keep using this word, but this game flows so nicely. It, um, and that was... You know, the first one did that. The first one
1: was really good at making parkour in a first-person shooter, which never really existed before. Yeah. In a fast-paced first-person very shooter. Very fast-paced. Um, and, and Titanfall 2... And, and, well, actually, I should say, there's been multiple people who have tried when you look at like call of duty Advanced and, warfare and so but this is you're right it's so so fluid and it's they actually really encourage you to not be running on the ground by the simple fact that you run faster when you're wall running which and makes sense using the tether and all of that like it, literally going and sliding you slide for a really long time you do. and it's that's a really great evasive maneuver and they make it so
0: smooth yeah you need to check it out um go through a little tutorial first takes like three minutes to do just to see what's new or how, what is a little new. different. Yeah. yeah the what's stuff different? that they had before has been just uh upped so to speak. And Titanfall two is as of the day of this recording is out in two months and a day. The thing is I really just appreciate them being like, so not only out in front with their solicitation for opinions, but re- reminding like the little welcome video. And at the end there's a graphic. It says, you know, submit your feedback and you're sure there's, I would hate to be the person who has to, the people, the team that mm-hmm. has to sift through all that. Cause you're just going to read so much nonsense oh from God, geeks yeah. and people who hate the game. Just be like this sucks, blah, 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 call of duty for life and stuff like that. But <laughs> when you sift through and it's going to be like, I don't sh- think the people who think call of duty for life, I don't think they know how Probably to not. write call of duty for no, life. Just put cod
2: and then <laughs> yeah, the number four and L I F.
0: Anyways, I really think that, uh, if this is any indication, and with only two months to go, they're going to have a really nice, polished, ready product. And I think yeah. this game's going to be, you know, crashing some servers, so to speak, because I feel like a lot of people are going to be wanting to play it. And here's the thing EA is poised for a big fourth quarter between Titanfall 2 mm-hmm. and Battlefield 1. Oh, yeah. Damn. They're going to be just yep. cornering the first person shooter market. But yeah, the finally came-
1: pushing Call of Duty out of the way a little bit. Yeah, I think Call I of hope. Duty is poised well, for Well, th- okay. Actually, the, the new Call of Duty game. This, it looks like it's fun.
0: It's, how about just between the three games? It's going to be a great It'll year, be, yeah. but really condensed here in this these last few months of the year for uh, the FPS market. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. So Titanfall 2 pre-alpha test launcher beta scanner. Pre-alpha. It's, yeah. It's it, pre-alpha. it looks and I mean, plays we, we barely, really well.
1: When we were playing, we just got murdered continuously. And we, That's bar- just we us, barely though. got any kills. And somehow people are really good at it already.
0: Yeah. I imagine uh, those people were really good at the first one. And just uh, have great... You have to have a... There's a lot to be good in this game, especially number two from what we've played. You have to be so skilled with your hand-eye coordination, just knowing when to double jump and when to to latch on and when to uh, do the rodeo on the Titan. Oh, and the the Titans have more personality, more customization. At least that's what they've hinted at. But I really like the Titans. They are And the animations of getting into them and getting out of them, fun.
1: And... Uh, finally a story mode.
0: Yeah, I think this uh, game will have a much better retention than the first one. Remember how yeah on it people were and then just and they dropped. off it? Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I totally agree with you. I think this is going to be something that people are going to stick with for a while. Not, not Overwatch long. You know, right now, Overwatch is still it's like still it's yeah.
0: just a total... Yeah, it is still killing it. Sorry. It's on top. And Brandon, you were fortunate enough to get GameFlied with this pretty much, I'd say the biggest release of this month. Day six, yeah, yeah. How is it so far? It's a really good game. They're they're just solid in general. You know, it's I, only the third yeah. entry. I really liked
1: um, the previous game, uh, Human Revolution. That was a really good game, and I feel like what Mankind Divided does is 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 it takes everything that was really good about the last game and makes it even better, and mm-hmm. then they add a whole bunch of other stuff onto it to make it even better, and then it's more open they um one of the things that i've noticed and i i don't have that many hours behind this game yet so i'll definitely have more to say maybe next podcast but i'm noticing right away that there's not ever one way to do it whereas in the old game it was kind of like yeah you can be sneaky or you can go guns a blazing, but you're pretty much going that way in this case you kind of have more of an open world And there's just vents everywhere. You can climb up to balconies, go through windows. You can go through people's apartments. um, You can go into the sewers. So there's multiple ways to go or get where you need. And so you can either go guns a blazing still and you can go directly through or you can find some creative way to sneak around or they actually have built into the story characters that you can go talk to and maybe find kind of more of a clever way to get through. Maybe it's Getting certain passes, or you know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna do this thing for you to get the right pass, or it's I'm going to, um, I'm going to pay you for it. I'm gonna bribe you. There's just other ways to do things, and I actually really like the fact that they've opened it up, so
0: you can uh, negotiate a little differently. On a lot
1: of, yeah, you can totally.
0: Yeah, I was watching you play it just earlier today, and the graphics are amazing. The sound, I, I know this sounds, well, no pun intended. It might seem weird to narrow in on something so technical, other than just like, yeah, I love this game, awesome. But the sound was really just jumping off the page to me just hearing you play it Mm -hmm. i wasn't even on headphones or anything like that but i really noticed that and i just really of course i'm gonna forget his name at the moment when i'm trying to recall but the main character augmented jim i think it is (laughs) yes aj we'll call him for short (laughs) Uh, i can't remember his name hopefully uh you know who i'm talking about the guy who he's got the neo specs and
1: Oh, that bugs me now. It I'm... does
0: bug me too. Go ahead and take a second to look it up. It's he's worth knowing. I feel like he's, and that's that actually speaks to what I was going to say, because I feel like he is an underrated main character. You know, granted, he only has three uh, appearances. Uh, Adam Jensen. Adam Jensen. I, I said AJ. let's call him AJ. That, <laughs> I, that was not that's intentional. Awesome. I was saying augmented Jim. Weird. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think We're, he's a badass character. I really like his character. He is. He's yeah. got
1: that. He's got that. Like, um, do you ever play The Witcher? Uh, I played one and two. Never got around to the third one since um, it's next gen. So the new on the newer Witcher games, the thing that actually some people like, I it really bugged me was his voice was so low and just like raspy. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and he sounded like sedated. It sounded fake. I'm like nobody really talks like that. And then uh aj here (laughs) augmented jim or adam jensen um has a similar voice but it's it's not as bad and so it's right at that point where he talks really low and cool but it still sounds normal it's believable it's believable yeah he he just
0: has uh, the neo speaking of neo he he has a look like neo but it's not like intentionally a rip-off and it's set in a very like Hey, who's controlling this world? We see—is it machines or is it people? And I, I I just like this. It's almost like mankind is being divided. You would say that, yeah, and you would be right. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh, maybe you'll have uh, more to go on. like you said next recording, but I'll talk about it. Initial impressions being what they are.
1: I really like it, and I, I, I've barely got through anything, and I just started doing like a side quest, and um, it just took me forever. Yeah, and it was fun the whole time, and I'm like, I don't even think this is a real quest. This is just a side quest, but um, it feels the actual yeah. But the actual story, like I, I'm I'm just assuming this is going to be several several
0: hours of my time to finish this. Good, which is great. Yeah, it's getting solid reviews across the board between you know the main reviewing sites and uh, fans and critics uh, seem to both really like it. So if I was a critic, if I was a fan, I'd. Probably want to get to know more about this game, but I imagine it's something I would give a really you know good seal of approval towards. Idos doesn't make that many games, but when they do, they seem to be pretty quality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are. yeah, they're not about quantity so much. They're about quality. So hopefully we'll have more to go on with that next week. And that's all we've got across the three major platforms that we talk about. Games, television, and movie shows. <laughs> TV shows, games, and movies. Hey, you know, it's time to wind things down when we get to this, one of my favorite parts of every recording, which we do every time, it's the shadow of the synopsis. Brandon mm-hmm. is going to give me a synopsis, and I, in turn, will give him what I feel it is. He's <laughs> So basically, just listen to this. Okay. Last week, uh, or last recording, you got uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, which was a great pull by you, and that's a great game too, so we'll see what platform it is and if I can get it right. So uh, hit me with your best description. Ordinary people begin to discover
1: superhuman abilities and learn how these abilities affect their everyday lives. A string of odd murders of people with powers leads a mix of characters from across all walks of life to come together to fight an evil that seems to be getting more and more powerful with each kill. Among these characters are people with superhealing, flight, precognition, and telepathy. And several
0: other powers as generic as that sounds i do have an inclination okay i don't think this is anything i ever watched because i don't think this is something you play uh i don't think this is something i would have seen on a movie screen uh i am gonna say even though if it is what i think it is i've never seen it i'm gonna say heroes you're right heroes isn't there some guy named hero there is yeah uh from big hero (laughs) six yeah exactly weird yeah no this was one of those that i was like yeah it might
1: be too easy but no i actually i specifically wrote out a synopsis that was very vague
0: i remember zachary quinto (laughs) quinto i i don't know quinto zachy q um is a real bad mofo in that show
1: he's yeah but he's such a good villain
0: it almost sounded like Highlander because if you'll remember, they get stronger with every other Highlander they kill and absorb their like immortal essence.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm surprised you haven't actually seen that show. I think you'd
0: it, If it's it, on Netflix, I'll get around to it. I think it is.
1: Oh, okay. Um it's on Netflix and or and or Hulu. It's on one of those. I know it for sure. I'm
0: pretty M- what sure what happened it, to that reboot they tried to do a few years back that yeah, nobody yeah. cared about?
1: So um and that wasn't that was just actually like this last year, I think.
0: Yeah, it was recent, but, it but fell so on it's so they had face. three
1: seasons. Uh, that you can find I'm pretty sure on Netflix. And then the 4th season is the Reborn or whatever. Just as um, good as
0: the 4th season of Arrested Development, I'm sure. Pretty
1: much. Actually, it was it's pretty equal. And that was on Hulu, I think. Gotcha. And so um the very very first season is awesome. Absolutely great. The second season was plagued by the fact that uh the writer strike I just happened say, during that time. 2008? Yeah, uh, what Something like I don't that, remember yeah. exactly the exact year, but um yeah the writer strike happened the 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 show just turned to crap where the characters never actually all of the progress that they made in the first season almost didn't matter in the second season sure and then um and then the third season they i think the writers were back but the story was a little bit too messed up for them to totally fix it yeah it wasn't bad
0: um so uh, it's like trying to probably put a bandaid on a really large flesh wound. Yeah. 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 But and the first just season, wound. just
1: watch the first season and it has a good ending.
0: I will. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Good SOS this week. Yeah. Or SOTS technically, but you don't have to count prepositions. That's okay. That's not a preposition anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go back to school. I need to watch Back to School, sorry, Rodney Dangerfield. Girl, <laughs> hey, I got no respect. For that, that. for that movie <laughs> and that bad accent. So what's um, your favorite Rodney Dangerfield movie?
1: Oh, dude, for our awesome quote in geek history, we should have a
0: Rodney Dangerfield quote. Why don't we? Um, How about the one about where he doesn't get respect? <laughs> I think that's pretty regular. Nobody knows that one. Pretty regular. Uh, I remember one time he told a joke. He's like, oh, totally, I get no respect. When my dog humps my leg, he puts a paper bag over my leg. <laughs> <laughs> the guy rules.
1: <laughs> he was the one who would take these stupid jokes that we look at now is just so generic, but he was the one who started. I'm like, no, you know, take my wife,
0: please. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, just the the one simple word after like an ordinary phrase. So, um, let's not have him be our quote. Okay. It's not really geek history. No, but you can geek out
1: about him. So it's my turn. To pick an awesome quote in geek history, and
0: from the sound of it, you're not going with Rodney Dangerfield. I'm. I'm so I hope I'm it's not. just as good. If this not is so much better. Okay, go um, for
1: it. This uh, this quote has a place in my heart, and in my ultimate fandom for Doctor Who. Now I know you're not a Doctor Who guy, but I know of it. Not
0: I don't have intimate knowledge, but I respect I, it.
1: I do. And I absolutely love Doctor Who, and I think that the writing is some of the best writing that has ever been on television. And there's certain beautiful moments in that show, um, especially when they're dealing with the fact that um, the doctors re- they they change. Um, you know, you go from one doctor to another doctor through what they call a regeneration, and when the eleventh Doctor, played by Matt Smith, regenerates into the twelfth Doctor. He says his final words, which in, encapsulate kind of everything that he, his character as well as the actual actor are thinking at, the, at that moment. So I want to play this.
2: We all change when you think about it. We are all different
1: people all through our lives. And that's okay. That's good. You've got to keep moving so long... As you remember all the people that you used to be. I will not forget one line of this. Not one day. I swear. I will always remember when the doctor was me.
2: Emotional music.
1: Yeah. So when he says, I will always remember when the doctor was me. And he looks straight at the camera. And he's pretty much saying goodbye to his fans. I I think that's such a sweet serenade
0: for sure. Yeah.
1: That's an awesome quote in geek history
0: next week. Rodney Dangerfield for sure. So if you like all the things we've been talking about, butthole implants, Jumanji two, the need for more Kevin (laughs) heart and bacon uh, and bacon and bacon heart. Ooh, that would be a good crossover. A heart of bacon.
1: How about Kevin Bacon's heart?
0: Oh, played by Kevin Bacon.
1: How about, how about no Kevin Hart plays Kevin Bacon's heart.
0: So, obviously, you understand why we call this the Random Fandom with Brandon Brand Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can check us out. Get at us at Twitter, at Random Fandom WBB. Get on us by going to our website, Random Fandom Cast. Please email us, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And all the other things that I forgot. Well, wait, wait. What? You
2: didn't.
1: You didn't call them what you normally call them. The
0: sociables. Yeah. Yeah, it's like being social I'm, I'm, with lunchables.
1: I'm coming to lo- love that word.
0: Yeah, but then if you check start... Out, d- check out our sociables, but guys. If you start expecting it, then it's, it's contrived and oh, weak. That's a good point. Speaking of which, do you like this song?
2: Soy borracho. Rock and roll. Thank you for listening to us. Makes us happy every time. Oh, the Random Fandom Brandon Fellows act like Muppet Babies. But you won't talk, won't look, just listening with the epitome. No credibility. Why you want to go and do us like that? Download and subscribe and then dance with us. We're a lot like you, so please, hello download our podcast we think you will like it too and you should tell your friends i know you'd rather go to a concert you said you never heard of us how lame is that We're talking geek stuff like movies and TV, watching Netflix shows all night long plus cable, and then my hands start playing old video games, fall in love all over again. We're a lot like you, so please, hello kitty, download our podcast. Should tell your friends. How awesome is it that you found our podcast and you downloaded it? So keep going with it. We have 15 episodes in the past if you want to check them out. They're on our website, randomfandomcast.com. Twitter, too.
0: And iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. What the f*** is your excuse? Email us. Tell us we suck. tell us we're awesome for finding a geek song and singing over it with our own geek lyrics El Scorcho see you later